Oh, I recorded that. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Yo, welcome to Charge Down with CBND, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, rugby league. How you doing, CB? Hey, hey. I'm oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> game three. Oh, crazy. Hashtag the decider. The decider indeed. And most likely the last rugby league game of the year. There's no other things happening, is there? Don't think so. Other than potentially the women's decider, which is on the weekend, I believe. Uh, What? What For what? I mean... They only play one one game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They played the other night. That was it. Oh, I'm I'm tripping. Queensland, Queensland got the W. And uh, won the won the shield. That's yeah, I, yeah. I did remember them winning on the weekend, but I yeah for some reason thought they were playing three games. Nah, they only play one at the moment. So they've played, uh, they've actually played interstate series for five years. But in terms of since the NRLW's come in, it's the third year, same as NRLW com- competition. Yeah, um, New South Wales won the first two years. Queensland won this year. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, there you go. Your boy needs to pay some more attention to the NRLW. Yeah. Yeah, man. Give the ladies some love. They're bloody awesome. They are good. I, every time I watch them, I'm just blown away. Yeah, um, the Origin game the other night was was awesome. It was a really good game. Yeah, it was on a Saturday night, yeah? Uh, Friday. Friday night. I was doing something. That I can't remember what it was. Um, and I was going to rewatch it, but sorry, ladies. I haven't had a chance yet. I will, though. I promise. I promise. Yeah, you, you should. Honestly, it was a really good game. Some really quality football played. There was a few mistakes here or there. The... the um, both teams kind of, I think there was a little bit of uh, nervousness, but yeah, um, it was a really good game. And Queensland um, in the second half, man, stormed away. And then New South Wales made a really late go at it. Um, kicking actually was a big difference maker in the end too, because New South Wales missed a couple of key kicks. Yeah, um, true. Late. Um, okay. But, um, but yeah, Queensland deserved the win. They were awesome. Brigginshaw, incredible again. Millie Boyle, man, there's some big hits, eh? That's that's what I recommend you watch it for in the second half in particular. Some big hits. It was, yeah, right. Oh, it was awesome. It okay, was awesome. I'll um, I'll watch it uh to Thursday. Thursday is my next available time. I can sit down and watch things. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time slot. <laughs> yep. Uh, just before we do get into the NRL news, I just want to say congratulations on the the, the Giants getting a W <laughs> and almost the top of the division. <laughs> How sad is that? Conference. <laughs> Three. Yeah, it's it's sad. And we got a buy this week, and then we got Cincy the, the week after, and that's 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 a possible win. So that's a possible win indeed. Can you see yourselves um making the playoffs? I hope not. <laughs> I never I don't know if you ever hear fans say no, we don't want to make the playoffs, but like this this draft coming up is loaded and I want us to get a good pick. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Um and I'd be I'd be dumb if I didn't mention that amazing catch by Hopkins. It's been it's been talked it's been talked about by everyone around the world. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm just sure you know. I I showed you like literally moments after it happened. Yeah, no, it was pretty epic. Phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Anyways, though, the reason we're here, obviously NRL, um, quite a few signings as we expected, um, and a bit of random news as well before we hop into the team lists. So um, starting from when we last left off, 
We've had the Warriors sign Marcelo Montoya, which is is what it is. Yep. Um, we've got Matautia actually switches to St. Helens. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. No, I thought he was pretty happy at the Knights, but maybe he just wants a bit of a bit of a change. There was talk about it a few weeks ago, I think, but I wasn't sure how legit it was, but um, clearly it was in the works. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> man, the news, they, they just have a way of just like twisting words. Hey, so I yes, read it, I read it first and I was like, okay, storm, uh, lock in three. Okay. The names Smith, Seve and Adokar. You're like, okay. So is it Brandon Smith or is it Cameron Smith? It's yeah. Remus Smith, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Completely took me off guard, but I mean, as soon as they're going to have Smith, a team, they're going to have a team of Smiths. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking towards the it, most, eh? the most Australian team ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dirty that they don't have a John Smith. Is there a John Smith out there that can play? <laughs> can Steve Smith like come over to this code or? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Remus Smith, Marion Seve and Addo Carr. Uh, confirmed to be staying at the Storm next year. Um, yep. I don't believe he's signed an extension, but he's just there for the rest of his Last year. contract, which is good. I like seeing players stay in contracts. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like, I know he was he was obviously rumored to going to your team to play fullback, but from a league fan's perspective, like he's been in career best form at the Storm. Correct. He's just yeah. he's just won a title. He's in New South Wales camp, like pretty massive couple of years for him since being at the Storm. And you almost just think like, why would you want to ruin the flow of that? Like I get the whole, I want to be a fullback. And also wanting like kind of homesick as well. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah. And and look, I totally get it. I just, I almost just think like, why, why, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, We've also had Ignatius Parsi leave the Warriors for UK. Um, yeah. I don't know if he actually said who he signed with. Oh, he's signed, he signed with St. Helens as well. Um, St. Helens making moves. Making moves indeed. Uh, Sam McIntyre from the Tigers heading over to the Titans. Yeah, I saw that. Um, for 2021. I'm pretty sure it's just a one-year contract. Good sneaky signing for them. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, the Titans next year are just, they're looking good. Yeah. Um, and the the signing that actually took me completely off guard, Aiden Tolman signs with the Sharks. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that one. That's big news. That's so random. Like, you thought the guy was just like a bulldog for the rest of his life. Yeah. But hey, I mean, I guess James Graham got up and left. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Did you hear the rumors about Will Chambers and the Broncos? No, I heard that he was potentially looking at coming back. Um, yeah, the word was he's been talking to the Broncos. I don't know how how far along it is. I don't know how far along it is or how legitimate it is, but we're pretty low in, in centre stocks. I think Herbie Farmworth's the only centre that we have other than Stags, obviously. Yeah. Um, but he's out for a little while still. Um, yeah, they're really lacking a little bit of depth in that, in that position with Bird gone, Boyd retired. Um, who else was there? There's one or two other move movements that um yeah it means that we're lacking in the center so yeah right okay I mean at Chambers is you know obviously past his best but he'll certainly bring plenty to the team and yeah a um, lot of experience and spending that much time at the Storm you kind of you learn the ins and outs of the game yeah I was listening to a 
uh, look, I'll give it a plug because we know it's great. Is that bloke in the bar pod? I listened to that the other day with um, with uh, was it Brandon the Brandon Smith? Smith? Yeah, and Brandon that, Smith that interview man. Brandon Smith mentioned Will Chambers in it. How he gives a lot of credit to Chambers for you know shaping him a little bit because he was fucking hard on him. Yeah, like he obviously he takes that cultural piece very seriously. Um, so I, you know, if he brings that to the Broncos, if he was to sign with Broncos, like I'm all in on that. That's exactly what we need. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And yeah, it seemed that this year rather than the talent, um, and look like it was a culture thing at the Broncos that was, um, not good. Yeah, definitely. Um, and lastly, before we hop into the, 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 the reason we're here, the origin, um, that random article and it's just been snowballing. Um, Josh Alloye has pretty much demanded his release from the Tigers. And um, it, I honestly, I, everything I read, it just says that he's unhappy there, but it's weird because literally uh, a couple of weeks ago, he was sitting, sitting in the boardroom with, um, with other players and stuff. And he's like, just preaching how much he loves it at the club. And, uh, I don't know if the Manly Sea Eagles are just dangling a bit too much money in front of him or what is it? Is it, is it the um, news that he's going to go to yeah. Manly? Is it? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. They want to sign him on a two year deal from 2022. Um, Alloy is contracted up until the end of 2021. So who knows? Who knows? Um, but I just, I don't understand. Like even the West Tigers chairman came out and said, "Like we're sick of players using our club as a stepping stone towards." Um, I don't know. Like I just I don't understand how. Like there must be something happening within the within the culture there, but uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm just looking at it now, and your chairman, Tigers chairman. I'm not even going to try and do his last name, but Lee. Yep. Happy Pentelis. Yeah. Apparently. Alloway saying, I'll never wear the jersey again. Yeah. But, but your chairman says he's adamant that the club will refuse to allow him out of the final year of his contracts. Yeah, unless um, unless we get a good compensation for it. Yeah. He said, my initial thoughts are that I'm not impressed. There's a contract between the Tigers and the player in question. And as far as we're concerned, that contract will be fulfilled. Yeah, which is good. Um, but at the same time, like you don't want to have a disgruntled player in the team so he'll he just won't get any game time it's it is it is a weird one you you gotta ask yourself like with all the things you just mentioned before like what's going on there's got to be there's got to be more more to it yeah and i don't need to go through a list of players who have left the tigers to go on to greatness how good's this how good's this quote from that lee dude he took things a step further when he said if alloway doesn't want to put the jersey back on, then they'd find other things for him to do in his final year of his contract. He is either a West Tiger or he is mowing the lawns at Leichhardt or Campbelltown or painting the change rooms at Concord as long as he fulfills his contracts. <laughs> Oi, that'd be a pretty high-paying job to be a lawns, lawnmower. I actually like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, like he's, he's stamping his foot down saying like contract and there's all, oh, this, yeah. all this talk saying that he... Um, that a lot might be happening with actual contracts and being more solidified for the rest of the NRL. It's a tough one. <laughs> just, 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 for, just for the laughs. Shortly after that report came out about the chairman saying he can mow grass, 
Shortly after that came out, Alloway delivered a shot back at the comments with a since deleted post on his Instagram page, which showed him pushing a lawnmower with the caption, <laughs> I'll make sure it's a super fast track, boys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, I wonder if he's just got like beef with the boys or beef with the management or maybe, maybe he just thinks he's worth more money. I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was a genuine bloke, but maybe... I don't know. I don't know both sides of the stories and I'm not about to make up some stuff. So no, it is what it is. I think at the end of the day, this is sports in 2020 and beyond is that, you know, these days players know their worth. They know they, they control their own fate far more than they ever have in the past. And, and yeah. um, that's just the reality of sport now is that if they don't want it, they're the talent. They just take it elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of, a lot of players are dropping their managers as well. And just, managing themselves the other thing you got to remember though is like clubs are equally brutal around business at times where like you know let's just remember and i'm not using i don't think the tigers necessarily have have, you know maybe they have i'm just not thinking of it off the top of my head but but look at what's just literally just happened like you know with um the roosters and carl flanagan yeah yeah like he was a star and then he just gets dropped yeah, he signed a two-year deal at the end of his first year. The, the, the Roosters literally just stopped answering his calls and were like, off you go, mate. Go sign somewhere else. We don't want you. And there was still a year left. Yeah, I... So you can't really... I'm not... I'm, again, it's the Tigers and they've been screwed, but you can't have it both ways. No. As a, as a club, you know? So I don't... Yeah, I feel for the Tigers in this particular instance, but at the same time, for the wider view of the whole contract thing, that shit goes both ways, man. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I personally would like to see contracts um, being upheld and um, just... Yeah, but, uh, but what about on the other side, though? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe clubs shouldn't be allowed to drop their players. Like, they're contracted. But yeah, but you can't do that. Though. You can't say that because then you're just going to have a whole heap of dudes that fall out of fla- fall out of favor, and they're just playing reserve grade, getting paid, which happens yeah. now anyway. Yeah, like it's the same thing. Like if you if you're a player right and you sign a deal at 500k a year, and the club's super excited to have you because you're a gun, and then you have an injury or you have a down season and you're shit, they're still expected to pay you 500 grand. That's true. That's true. So, at the same time, if you're the club, it's like, well, he's not good enough now. Or there's there's this other young fellow that's come up now who's on a hundred grand and he's killing it. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't know. Maybe that's... maybe the contracts themselves need to be looked at and have like a performance based um, contract in there and some some loopholes around that. Uh, mm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how but, I feel about just players like just grunt disgruntled players. Just I don't know. Just get get used to it, brother. Yeah, I suppose that's it. That's it. It's not changing anytime soon. Anyway, let's talk about what matters the most. Yeah, New South Wales winning. I mean, origin. <laughs> Yawn. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Are you excited for tomorrow? Very, 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 very. Yep. I'm just, you know what? Obviously, I want Queensland to win. Yeah. More, more than anything. But outside of that, I just want a really good game. Yeah, for sure. A good competitive game. I don't want to see a blowout score on no. either side. Um, no, me either. I want to see a crackerjack origin game. Mate versus mate. 
beat the shit out of each other on the field. I just want them to go at it and have a cracking game. I want it to be one of those games where the siren goes, whoever wins, both teams just hit the deck because they're just fucked. Like, I want to yeah. see that type of game where it's just so intense that they're all just, they've all left it all out there. And they're all exhausted and just ready to collapse. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Or a golden point even. Oh, how sick would that be? <laughs> it would be, it would be. Cherry, uh, Cherry Evans or Munster, the slot one for the victory. Oh. Mad dog money. <laughs> got, I'm just this. looking at looking at the blue side thinking maybe Cleary sets slots it. He's kicked a lot of them. A lot of good kickers in both teams, really. Like yeah. Cherry Evans and Munster are guns. Walker and Cleary can kick, so even mm-hmm. Holmes can kick as well. Yeah, no one's yeah, that's right. So there's plenty of plenty of options. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's do it. Teamless. <laughs> Go for excited. it, son. Go for it. You can start it off. All right, Queensland at home for those that are living under a rock. Suncorp Stadium, 10 minutes past the seventh hour PM. Um, Queensland, $3 outsiders. Man, New South a- Wales, $1.41. The Queensland team, as it stands uh, on Tuesday evening, Corey Allen will be at fullback. Edric Lee is on one wing with Valentine Holmes on the other. That's a good move, I think, Valentine to the wing because he hasn't played enough football to be fullback. For sure. And, and Corey Allen is, has been awesome for South. Um, Branko Lee gets a start in the centres along with Dane Gagai. Um, I think that's good too because I think, you know, I don't, I don't think Branko's the greatest centre ever, but at least he's an actual centre. Yeah, that's true. So I think that helps regardless. Um, Munster in the six with Cherry Evans in seven. Christian Welsh returns in the eight jersey. Jake Friend holds on to his spot in the nine jersey. Uh, Josh Papali in 10. Felice Kafusi in 11. Kurt Capewell shifts from the centres to the second row. Uh, and Tino Fasua Malaawi is your lock. Jaden Sewer moves to the bench uh, along with Harry Grant, who's on debut. Lindsay Collins and Jai Arrow rounded out. And Dynamis Louie now moves into the reserves along with Ben Hunt. Um, tough, tough one for Dynamis. Um, also for Hunt, I reckon. I think he yeah. played all right. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I agree with you. I'm surprised Hunt got dropped, but clearly what we've already talked about, you know, off air is that um, they definitely see the future of Harry Grant there and yeah. probably couldn't quite justify Jake friend with his defense um, thinking that, but Harry obviously was going to get, going to get some time out there um, and he's the future. So, but yeah, I agree. Look, I probably personally, I probably would have just thrown Harry Grant in there. I think he would have handled it. And I think that I would have kept Hunt on the bench and I probably would have had Friendy missing oh, out. I was about to say that exact same thing. I was going to say, if you could choose between what they set up now or um, Grant to start with Ben Hunt on the bench and Friend dropped, um, would you go that? And obviously you said you would. Yeah, I, I would. I definitely would. It's obviously a really tough call to make. They're airing on the side of caution because it's a decider, you know, game three at home, massive crowd, like... They're worried, obviously, about what the, the experience is in the team. There's obviously a fair few um, inexperienced guys, but you've also got to look at the measure of the man. And and Harry Grant, mate, he, nothing rattles him. Yeah, really, so, really nothing. Hey, no, um, he'd be wanna, totally fine. Also, those those players who are dropped as well. 
Yeah, well, obviously, um, Philip, well, uh, Xavier Coates was out injured. Sammy got dropped and Fodawaka got dropped. Yeah. Um, so maybe a bit too early for Fodawaka to be in the origin. Yeah, he really didn't. He didn't impress in game two, to be honest. His hard running, aggressive style that he showed at the Titans wasn't there. And part of that was probably because it was a hell of a lot quicker than he would have expected being his his debut. So he would have been quite nervous. New South Wales were very dominant. So by the time he even got on there, they were all playing on the back foot and it was pretty hard for him to to make a difference. But um, and and you also got to remember, he hasn't played in what, seven weeks? Yeah. I um I feel the same way with last year when Haas made his debut. Um, the Haas that we saw at the Broncos was not the Haas that we saw at the Blues um, last year. This year is completely different, but last year, um, similar to what Fodawaker did this year, he just wasn't ready and, um, yeah, it was too fast for him. Do you think... Do you think we could, like, nickname... Payne Haas, Mount Everest. Because he's fucking huge. <laughs> he is, you're right. Um, like, he's a man mountain. That's my he, point. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an absolute... Um, <laughs> oh, right, the mountain part, yeah. No, he's... <laughs> no, he, he's a freak. He really is. Um, The New South That's, Wales Blues. Yeah, the... Yeah. The New South Wales, we drink our own piss, blues. <laughs> and one person, Todd Carney does it once and it's labelled for life. Mate, that's that's just, just that's who you is. guys are. Do you, have you ever, just before you do, do you, have you ever seen that meme where it's got um, the New South Wales team a couple of years ago when they won the Shield finally, um, they were drinking beer off it? No. The, the, yeah, that's they actually did that. So there's oh, yeah, a yeah. picture of them drinking beer off oh, of the Oh, yeah, shield. actually, it rings a bell. And then there's a meme and it's got below it, it's got like Thurston and Smith like like this, talking to each other like secretly. And, and then the little caption is, um, does anyone want to tell them that we pissed on that shield or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, they would have liked that even more. So I think the meme should have been just someone photoshopping Todd Carney in there. Oh, yeah, it would have been great. <laughs> Anyways, the New South Wales Blues are lining up with exact same team as last week. Uh, James, <laughs> James Tedesco at the back, Daniel Tupo and Josh Adokar on the wings and the centres, are Clint Gutherson and Jack Whiten. The halves are exactly what they were. Cody Flackick-Walker and Nathan Cleary. Uh, the forwards, Daniel Saifidi, Damian Cook still in the nine jersey even though he overcome that, like it wasn't talked about at all. And then turns out he was in hospital like the day before. Um, not really in like sick in hospital, but um, mm. having his leg looked at. Um, Payne Haas in the 10, Angus Crichton in the 11 with no corner still, uh, Tyson Frizzell in the 12 and Jake Trebojevic in the 13. The interchange is the exact same as well. Dale Finugan. Uh, Junior Paulo, Nathan Brown, and Isaiah Yo. Uh, the reserves are Ryan Pappenhausen and Cam McInnes. Not a bad bunch of reserves there, eh? It's pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say, though, I think it might be a game day decision that Nathan Brown doesn't run on and they bring in Paps. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I've just, I've got, I've just got a feeling, just got a yeah, feeling. Okay. 
sneaky suspicion, hey? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care regardless. I think I think, I think I'd have Paps in my team. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would. You um, know, do you ever remember, this is years ago now, and I can't remember who it was that said it. I think it was actually Fatty Vorton yeah. in one of his telecasts. He said, if you're picking a team, right, sometimes you've got to make a decision and pick somebody that you just know that the other team doesn't want to be playing. Yeah. Okay. And, and the reference point that he was making was when I think it was Greg Inglis who had been in really poor form at South at the time. I think he'd been dealing with injuries and all the rest of it. And there was like a bit of a shock, like, oh, he's been named regardless. Yeah. And out of position. Do you, you know, do they think he's passed or whatever? And I remember, um, I remember Fatty saying like, they New South Wales don't want to face Greg Inglis. Yeah. So fucking pick him. And they did. And he had a fucking blinder. Yeah, you don't want to face that giant palm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there's just guys that have that. And I think if you're Queens, like, you know, I'm, I hope you don't fucking pick him because it's exactly that. Like, I would be, I'm a little fearful that Pappenhausen off the bench 25 yeah. minutes, 25 minutes in when Queensland are looking sluggish. Oh, that's fucking scary. Tedesco <laughs> and Paps running either side of the rock looking for fucking early ball. Oh, get fucked. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Like, oh, seriously. Man. Yeah, that would be hectic. Yeah. Like, that scares me way more than bringing Nathan Brown on. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Nathan Brown's solid. Runs the ball hard, has an impact, but fucking Pappenhausen running through the guts. No. Nah. <laughs> there'd, the, there'd be something Shut magical. Shut the gate. Shut the gate. <laughs> there'd be something magical about Paps versus Harry Grant on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, you just, just imagine a quick play the ball from, you know, a Crichton or Frizzell or something, right? Off the ruck, you've got Cookie darting out of dummy with Queensland on the back foot. And then on the left side, you've got Paps running up, lurking, <laughs> challenging the AB defender or whatever. And then on the other side of the ruck, you've got fucking Tedesco. I'm just like, Queensland blunt fits. you got Corey Allen. <laughs> Not yeah, saying Corey do. Allen's bad. But yeah, I mean, we do. <laughs> you do. You what's, do. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it would be absolutely scary. You're right. Um, but hey, yeah, as I said, I have a sneaky suspicion it might happen. Um, and I won't be phased regardless. Uh, yeah. But even if it doesn't happen, I still think the four forward bench is just, um, it's good for Origin. Who wins? Um... Jared Sutton, who, probably. Who, win, <laughs> who wins and why? Um, I think New South Wales win, and I want New South Wales to win. Um, I just think that uh, why I just I just think they they're a better team on the field, and although Queensland might want it more in this last game, I just. I can't see them um, like getting the win, especially the way that New South Wales performed last week. Um, they they lost that first game because they were obviously shell shocked and they didn't know what was doing and um, they just weren't ready and they didn't want it as much. Uh, that second game, they they clicked, they figured out that they wanted, I guess. Um, and I think this last game, coming off the back of that um, that victory last week, I just think that they're gonna. Um, come out storming and 
Uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a close game, but I just think that the, the early jump from uh, New South Wales will be what seals it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm going to say James Tedesco, man of the match. He is, and that's not by, that's not like a, that's not like a fantasy sort of thing. That's, that's not dunk on on Tedesco's dick. Like no, no, no. That's um. I just I just think he's going to have a, an absolute stellar game. Fair enough. I um look. I think New South Wales will win. I think that it would it would be a shock if they didn't, based on that game two performance, and also just based on the teammate coming into the series. I you were looking at that New South Wales team going, holy shit! And then Queensland's just had too much inconsistency with changes. We've had lots of injury yep. pre we had injury pre the first game, which made a mockery of our back line. And, you know, yeah, good, good on them. They were gallant and they got the game one win, but the new South Wales teams barely fucking changed. Like you literally swapped out Kiri for Walker. Who was uh, already in the team. Who, who was already in the team and, and, and the killer. And he's a flat kick motherfucker. <laughs> and then, and then you changed out Crichton for Cordner. Yeah. Like, and then a couple of bench changes, but like, it's the same team. Yeah. Whereas Queensland's had like front row people change, back row people change, and then nearly the entire back line. The only back line people that have not changed through the three games is Dan Gagai. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Every other person, it's been a change. So, and then going into this game, we've got three people on fucking debut, like, you know, four people on debut. Like, that's huge. Corey, yeah. Branko, Edric, and Grant. Grant. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, like the, for me, that's just all signs point to New South Wales, another dominant win. Like if I'm being frank, if I'm putting money down, I'm putting New South Wales 10, 12 plus. Okay. Um, I just think they'll be too strong. But if Queensland are going to win two things, one, they need to play to their absolute best and they need to complete at a elite level, 85%, 90%. They need to complete their sets. They cannot give New South Wales all the ball like they did in game two. Yeah. And then second to that, these Queensland big boppers need to get a fucking, they need to get a rocket put up them and they need to come out and make a fucking mark. Yeah. If they do that and DCE and Munster, et cetera, get some ball and get some time, then, then we're a sneaky like game one. Yeah. But if, but if New South Wales come out and they're and your boys are just rolling through the middle again like they did in game two, it's fucking game over. Fair. Fair. I think uh Holmes on the wing is scary. Holmes on the wing is always scary, man. Won't matter though if our forwards don't get any that, kind of dominance. That, that's very what, true. That's what I said last week, mate. Yeah. It wouldn't matter who you got out the back. If they if if the forwards are getting beat down through the middle, you're playing on the back foot all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and like by no by all means, it's not a bad forward pack. They just need to. Um... Mate, if Papali and Welsh can't hold up against Payne Haas and Saifidi, then something's wrong in the world. Saifidi's good and Payne Haas is good, but to be honest, I would take that Queensland top two over your top two in this instance. Like yeah. in general, like if you're looking at club footy for the Storm Welsh, and for the Raiders Papali, like I rate them equally, if not better than your two and not and marginally it's certainly not not much yeah um so you know they should be able to get on the roll the difference maker for you guys is that felice kafusi is 
solid, but he's not a big, big meter eater. He's not a threat. He's a, he runs a good line, yeah, but he's not a big, strong threat. Whereas you've got guys like Frizzell and Crichton who are actual fucking animals and really tough to tackle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Friz- I do. Friz- I'm pretty sure Frizzell fucking like bench presses small buses. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like they're just they're fucking tough dudes to tackle. And, he probably and Jake, bench presses Haas. Yeah, he could do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Everest. That motherfucker. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, looking forward to it. Hopefully Queensland get the W. Yes, indeed. Who do, who do you think is going to be man of the match? Um, I agree with you. If New South Wales win, I think Teddy gets it. And even if he doesn't have the stellar game he had in game two, He's the flavor. He's the flavor of the month with that shit. And yep. that, you know, often narrative plays a big part. In it. And I just think that like, he's just the, the um, flavor, flavor of choice, you know, for those types of things. And then, and then he'll win the series. Um, but to be completely honest, if he doesn't have a gun game, like game two and Tupo does again, I'd give it to Tupo. He's been fucking awesome in both. He really has in a beaten side in game one. He was fucking amazing. One part he threw that one pass that led to Munster's try, which was disappointing. But Tedesco dropped multiple balls in game one and really wasn't all that great. So if yep. you're gonna if you're gonna rub out his game one performance because of his game two, well, Tupo was just as good as Tedesco in game two, man. Yeah. Nah, fair call, fair call. But I think Tedesco, and if it goes Queensland, Mad Dog money. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, Origin. I'm excited. You love to see it. And then he's straight back on the fucking beers, mate. <laughs> did you hear? You heard? We, we talked about last week how he asked for an one extra more week 20, off. <laughs> an extra then, 24 hours, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Bennett hung up on him. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, what, a, what a legend. Asking for it? Yeah. Who's fucking that brave, man? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. Like, who has the guts to call up Bennett, of all people? The coach of your of the Queensland side and say, hey, can I get like a twenty four week, um, a twenty four day, twenty four hour? Wow, I got there eventually. Um, another twenty four hours to celebrate. Imagine how, imagine how dry that call was. Yeah, like Wayne. Hey Wayne, it's uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, mate. Can 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 I get an extra twenty four hours? like he legit drops like two words (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) wayne that's a a solid no wayne you there wayne wayne (laughs) oh boy boy oh boy anyway so we'll uh we'll get the heck out of here um there will not be a pod tomorrow after the game as cb is going to be an absolute loose cannon i'm sure um (laughs) regardless of the outcome but, yeah, look, if we if we do like a ring in, just a recording of a ring in, there could be, look, there will be a lot of cursing, whether <laughs> whether we win or lose. <laughs> like if we win, I'm fucking spraying you. Yeah. And if we lose, I'm probably spraying you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can uh, you can call in Instagram. I'll let you. It'll be colourful. It'll be colourful. <laughs> I'll let you just do a live stream of that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll tune in on the live stream though. Don't worry. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll drop a, I'll drop a story, drop it on the stories. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, anyways, though, don't forget to, as I said, drop us a like on our Instagram 
at thechargedown.podcast. But uh, we're going to get the heck out of here. We'll be back in um, next week with some stats for you uh, and see how the rest of the year goes. Sweet. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Go Queensland. New South Wales. Sucks. <laughs>